Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Builds up and builds up and builds yeah. up. Right, we're gonna right, we're gonna set the timer. Why set the timer? Because it is New right. Year's Eve. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. So if you're listening now, uh, um, we come out at like seven o'clock in the morning on New Year's Eve. Wow, New Year's. It's yes. weird. I forgot. I want to do a shout out to my friend Neil Pye. Who, uh, Hi, Neil Pye. Neil Pye is like the best bass player I know. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, he's amazing. He used to play for Serious Problem, which is it's really weird because in Serious Problem, like everyone was really like kind of ballsy and in your face. But Neil's like not really like that. And I've known I've known Neil for many many years, and um, like there's been points in my life when I've seen a lot of him, and other points when I haven't seen him, and I haven't seen much from over. Last few years for sure, but I always found him like really lovely to be with. Mm. And uh, he, um, yeah, for someone who's like he used to have a big go topless, like this blows my mind. He used to play bass topless, and uh, someone would draw a massive cock on his chest. Amazing. And I'm like, that's pretty brave. Like I've never been that ballsy. I would never play topless. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so he, um, yeah, he messaged and said he really loved. Uh, the last episode, which I think is the Christmas one, 
He said it was quite emotional. Oh, that's nice. And when I was at university doing art, my mate Matt, who I lived with, who I also got a lot of time for, uh, he wrote a song, like we borrowed a four track off for someone, but it never really worked out how to use it. And Matt, like on his own in his room, worked out how to use it and did a song called Neil's Shoes, which were about Neil's shoes, because he, he basically was always wear trainers that were like right on the edge of like giving in. Oh. <laughs> Was Neil right on the edge of giving in? You know, what's strange about that is that I never... I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe that's the truth of it. and Maybe that's why we're connected, Neil. Maybe you were. And if I wasn't sounding all right, then I'd deal with my own bag of shit like everyone else. And I apologise, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Got really deep, really quick. It's really good on bass. He used to have this, uh, like a Rickenbacker, you know, like uh, Lemmy plays. Yeah. He was the first person I ever knew who bought a really good fucking bass guitar. Yeah. I don't think he ever had an amp. And like, he's not the only bass guitar player I've known. Like, my mate Dean has never, hardly ever had an amp. Nah. But yeah, Neil was fucking shredded that fucking thing. He was amazing. Quality. So. What do your New Year's Eves normally look like, St Nick? Um, so over the last quite a few years, I've been having New Year's Eve over at Whiffin's house, but I'm not this year. So it feels a bit weird. Um, but, yeah, I don't really mind so much, because I always find uh, New, New Year's Eve is like probably the saddest night of the year. You know, like when... Almost like similar to Christmas when you kind of think, oh, it should be this. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I've ever had like an amazing New Year's. No, Eve. me too. I don't think I ever have. No. Like, I've I've had reasonable New Year's Eve. Yeah. But I think just because of the type of person I am, when New Year's Eve rolls around, I, I tend to just become really melancholy. Yeah. Uh, so I never particularly enjoy them. I think there's so much. And it feels like you've got to have such. A yeah, time. so much like pressure on. Oh, you got to go this, and it's the, you got to get tickets to go in the pub now. It's like, well, I was in it last night. Well, no, you need tickets now. It's like, oh, well, exactly, fuck? yeah. It's like, mm, like, what does it mean? I remember so many years, like, just kind of trawling around Grace trying to get into a pub that didn't require tickets. <laughs> yeah. And like, hopefully, someone would have a house party. Yeah. And then, like, they've kind of solved your problem for you. Yeah. I have had New Year's Eve where we've been indoors and not really done anything. And uh, and I just get drunk like a normal weekend. Yeah. Like indoors. Sarah goes to bed and we just try and pretend it's not happening. Yeah, last few of mine have been like that, but I've quite you liked it. When you have little, little I quite like it as well. Like I like just watching the telly and. Off. Yeah, just your own space and your own time and everything. I think the last one was just me and the cat sat there watching. Jules Holland or whatever, and oh no, Madness played. It was pretty good. Oh yeah, Madness tickets go sell tomorrow. We're going to try and get some. Oh yeah. I have them actually. I love Madness. I like them a lot. My best New Year's was um, out of a really shit year. So um, I can't remember where I've spoken to about it on the podcast or not. Uh, But my good friend Lee, he's we used to work in studio together. And we got a call one day that um, his girlfriend had been in a car crash. 
and um, it was they were on their way to Scotland and to a wedding. When was that? On the New Zealand? No, this is um, leading up to that story. Oh. Uh, so it was like in the summer or whatever. And they were on their way to a wedding and um, you had like two girls in the back and their mums in the front. And as they pulled onto the road off of like the slip road, a lorry has literally just clipped the edge of their car and it's spun round facing the fast lane and a van has hit them and basically the two girls have popped out the back. I think one of them ended up on the other side of the central reservation or whatever. Um, and they both girls died. And... Um, it was horrific. It was such a bad time, like getting your mate through that and like going through all that post process. Like I went up to see her in Leeds and stuff like that. And it was, it was horrible to kind of go through, but her brother put on a party on new years in their kind of aid in their memory kind of thing. And me and Lee were DJing it. And I just remember like, it was just the maddest, like we had these massive, um, like confetti cannon things. I dropped mine and it, went off and hit someone in the foot and like managed to get a big TV from somewhere, like an old fashioned TV with like a big back on it. And I sat that on the thing and like I run the sound from the telly through the desk. So like when the big Ben chimes went off, like we stopped the music then and all the chimes went off and everyone went nuts. And it's, I think the telly fell over at some stage, but I just remember that being good because it was kind of like for a good kind of reason. And it was nice that everyone was yeah, yeah. kind of together. It wasn't just kind of about that. But yeah, other than that, it's always like you end up around someone's house, obviously as kids and teenagers, and you go, you get someone to buy you a drink or whatever, and you end up kind of drinking them all before eight o'clock, and then that that sort of hour, but from like nine ten onwards, you think, oh fucking hell, like basically just wait until twelve, and like a lot of people flake off. Like, it's weird. It's quite a weird thing to kind of. It's like a, an excuse for a piss up, really, isn't it? I did quite a few. Um... Like news at the brush, just kind of aware that you can't get tickets anywhere, and like tickets for the brush was set really quick for the years. Yeah. And then I'd go if I went with like mate Stu, I'd be able to get in. Yeah. And then like he's working. Mm. Uh, I'm just hoping that there's other people I know there. Yeah. And just generally just be like. Yeah. Like comes twelve o'clock, I'm like oh, I'm a bit home really. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really. I don't think I've ever particularly had a good. He is really. Nah. It's always a bit melancholy. It's always a bit bittersweet. Yeah. It's always a time of reflection. I think it'd be different if it was in the summer. Yeah. And we haven't had just had Christmas and all the food and everything else. Like if you've been at work all week and then it's New Year's on a Friday. Especially if you've been off all that time. Yeah. Too too much time to reflect on your life. Yeah. Um, it's better like if it was like say a month later. Yeah. It's like, like everyone's allowed to have a party. It's that weird bit like New Year's Day, and you think, oh, this is all right to have a hangover today because everyone's got a hangover yeah. today, and then you're like, oh fucking, I've got to go work in two days or whatever it is, and it's like, Tomorrow. yeah, it's like that weirdest kind of. I, I spent quite a few uh, New Year's in gay clubs, and um, and I. Uh, that's normally quite fun, mm. like reasonable fun. Like drag queens getting all excited, and uh, the one thing I, I that I that shocked me in the gay clubs, and I spent quite a few New Year's in gay clubs as it happens. And uh, the one thing that always makes me, like apart from all the awful dance music, <laughs> uh, was um, so like a drag queen would finish, like do their New Year's countdown. 
and then you'd have a queue of blokes waiting to have a tongue pie with the uh, with the drag queen. Have a what? A queue of blokes to have like a snog. With oh the right, drag yeah, of course. Queen. That is all. That fucking blew my mind. I was like, what? Wow. What? Like, well, they're queuing up. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. And they'd all come up and have like a proper like tongue snog with the drag queen. But, like that's a nice thing. But like, well, why not? But also, why? Like you wouldn't go to a Celine Dion concert, and there wouldn't be like a load of geezers queuing up at the side of the stage to to snog her. Maybe it's like if you could, like if you knew you could, like maybe like people would queue up to snog. Yeah, Celine maybe that's Dion. why that makes a like, lot of if sense. She says like, all right, like five hundred quid for every snog. Yeah. Well, that'd probably be like more. Well, like not even grand. she would probably. Well, maybe not Celine Dion. She's just having it off with her manager or whatever when she was 12 but, but allegedly um but I like yes no i don't know why i said celine dion i mean she's a, a you know a great voice and everything else and she's but had every success like in the world yeah someone famous yeah yeah i imagine people would pay like millions to snog a famous person they probably like, would people probably would they probably don't have to though well, do they? Like rihanna said right um on new year's eve uh I'm gonna snog people. Mm. There will be a queue, and like it, you know, it's a million pound a piece. Mm. There'll probably be a lot of millionaires going. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking up, yeah, yeah, I think you're right, especially only. if it was for charity. No, that's after the show, isn't it? Fingering. Oh, you're just to clarify I for the podcast. Had... You just had your finger stuck in the mic holder. Yeah, yeah it's quite uh, alluring. So the cat was quite nice. So, yeah, just to clarify again, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we've got a cat. Yeah, the cat was quite nice. So What's the cat's name? for the dog, Star. Star. I feel bad for the dog. The dog didn't seem to mind that much. The dog, To be fair, the dog was still trying to lick my balls while we were looking yeah. at the cat, which I don't mind. I have, I'm wearing peanut butter again, so. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of New Year's things. I think, like, you know, like, at New Year's, everyone seems to cop hold of someone. You know, there's always when you're younger, snogging going on. So, I walk because, uh, like, you have to be kissing someone at midnight yeah. sort of thing. So I think I was always a bit frightened of that. It's like, oh, well, in case someone snogged you. Snogging, but, like, I was never snogging anyone because, like, I just never used to be with anyone. I don't think everyone was snogging. Well, everyone, well, everyone might have had a kiss. Mm. So I think oh, that always made me nervous. So many things used to make me nervous. <laughs> really stupid, isn't it? Not but stupid no, at all, though, mate. No, really stupid. No, but that's the beauty of hindsight and learning. Yeah, well, yeah you can't do anything about it. No. But I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I I really don't like New Year's particularly. I just it's like oh, you got to have fun on holiday kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what, what does it really matter? We went up. Have you ever been up to London to watch the like festivities? No, when I went to the gay clubs, I was in London. Um, Where'd you go? Gay? Why? No, I went to Pop Stars that yeah. my mate Wayne used to DJ at. I went to the White Swan, mm-hmm. which was uh, that's quite. That was my first gay club I went to, and that's quite an in- intense experience because it's like. It's really small. It's really, really dark, mm. and uh, and I was a bit scared, to be honest. 
I'm like, oh, I'm liberal as fuck. I don't care. I'm, who cares? Yeah. I don't care what people do. And then you go to go to a toilet and you're told if you go in one toilet, it, you, it means this. And if you go in another toilet, it means that. No, I don't know that. I, I, I just, I don't, I wasn't really that worried about that. I thought, like, it's not like anyone's going to rape me, is it? Like, really? I no. think that's what people often think. Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm going to a gay toilet. I'm going to get some blokes going to Oh, no, me. yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that. But I was like, when, oh, I can't remember where I was. It might have been GAY or the Admiral Duncan. What, that if you go into one toilet, you're saying, oh, I'm up for having it off. And if you go in the other one, I'm just going for a wee. Yeah, no, but it was explained to me in a different way. Like, it meant, it was like almost like having to pick a side again, like the bloody government thing we were talking about in the last episode. It was like a certain, certain people with certain things going one and certain, and I was like, I just need to piss. Like, whatever, where can I, what one do I piss in? Like, I don't really care. Like, what happens? Yeah, no, I, I'm, Funny, in those kind, of, in in many situations, I find it kind of reasonably easy. Like with shit, like I need a shit or a piss. Mm. Like, I'm just gonna go in the toilet. Yeah. And then if anyone says anything, I'll just go. Uh, I don't want to have it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It but is as simple as that, though. No it really is. Force me, no. No, that's it. I'm a grown up, and I. Yeah, people are scared, monger. Don't they? I need a wee now. Do you? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to wait for like 40 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. I. What would you talk about if I went away now on your own? I'm not averse to you going for a wee, but I've got to try and think of something to talk about on my own for five minutes. Well, I won't go for five minutes. It's a wee, not a poo. Um, Shall I set you a challenge? Yeah, set me a challenge. I oh, now I've got to think of a challenge. Set me a challenge of something to talk about for five minutes so you can go and have a wee. Oh, man, this is difficult. Uh, it's really hard to think of something when you really need to go away. Uh, I could... Um, someone asked us about a CBD oil, so I talk about that. Start that conversation, mate. Okay. Then I'm going to go gonna go through a poo. I'm going away, not um, poo. So I'm going to talk on my own to the camera. This is weird. You can see me. Now. This is really weird. I I'm not used to this. Just go. Right, okay. So um, someone got in touch with us and they said, uh, like, what do we think about CBD oil? So I put a thing on the socials uh, yesterday, which was whatever date it was, uh, saying... Um, People get in touch and tell us, uh, like, ask us questions. So clearly, no one did. Uh, I, but we did get like two. One of them was my uh, Steve talking about uh, how do you deal with people when they just say, um, you know, ah, oh, it could be worse. So we talked about that in the last one. But the other one was someone asking us about CBD oil, and. Uh, so I've tried CBD oil um, like a few times. I've given it a go. Um, and I do think it does... Like it, So I was disappointed because I thought it would be like, you know, when I was younger and I'd, I'd get stoned, but I didn't. No, not at all. Not at all. So don't take it if you think you're going to get off your face because you're really not going to. But I do think... Um, 
it kind of it is kind of slightly relaxing. I do think it um it does like if you're if you're suffering from like really bad anxiety, it might not be all that helpful. Who are you talking to? Um, I'm talking to all these people. Oh, sorry. So I was saying that like I tried CBD oil and it didn't really uh, like it doesn't get off your off your face at all. No, but it's it, had the THC removed. Yeah, but it does. Um, but I do think it. Um, I do think it made me feel a little bit more relaxed. Not enough to kind of think, well, I've got to buy this forever. No, because it's not. It's it's not actually that cheap. It isn't. Um, Just to confirm, um, it was my mate Stephen off of Twitter that asked oh, us okay. uh, about this um, at 80s, a worthy follow on Twitter, oh, okay. Twitter friend. So essentially, my so my take on it was that I, any any impact it had on me, um, I didn't necessarily feel it strongly. So you know, like if you get medication. Uh, you do quite feel. Is there any left in there? Yeah. So if you get like if you get um, put on antidepressants, it kind of like you do feel it. It might not bend you up much or anything, but you do. You know you've taken it. Mm. Uh, but CBD oil, you don't really know you've taken it. I, I didn't feel that at all. But what I was kind of saying is that it does. I do think it took the edge off of things very mm. slightly. So for Very me, slightly. summer before last, I took it all the way throughout the summer. So I probably bought two bottles, three bottles, I think. A couple of drops on my tongue every day. I get the worst case of hay fever I've ever known. Like my eyes close up, nose closes up, breathing bad, I have to have asthma pump and everything else. But that summer, no symptoms really? whatsoever. And to be fair, I was trying a new hay fever tablet as well, but... You have hay fever tablets, but you still get hay fever. Like, if you suffer from hay fever, you'll kind of know what I mean. But there was nothing, nothing not even a twitch. And obviously, not really smoking. Don't you think it's weird that, like, that happens and that's great, but you don't stick with it no. in the same way. Like, if it was parasitic, yeah, because it's 40 quid a bottle. Head, like, yeah. And you're a little bit like. Oh, maybe it is fucking that witchcraft. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all kind of going on. Yeah, 100%. But, like, I felt, definitely felt better in myself. And I wasn't, obviously, I don't smoke. And I wasn't, at the time, drinking as much. I was trying to look after myself a little bit more, drinking water, drinking herbal teas, not too much coffee and everything else. But what felt nice is that I was, I got this little bottle and this it was for me. I was looking after myself kind of thing. It was like something I was doing for me, which I used to get from having cigarette, not obviously looking after myself, but just having the thing, having my own little thing of like, oh, this is my little bottle of this. This is what I'm doing kind of. It's quite nice. And it would come up in the weirdest of places in different conversations, like old ladies and everything else. Like, oh, yeah, CBD. Oh, yeah, I'm doing that. And like you get talking to it and more and more people are doing it kind of thing. And it just, I couldn't really see any negative at all from any of it like the the thc they say is the bit that uh, uh, i looked on the nhs website today i put it in the notes by the way um so the main risk obviously from smoking weed is psychosis and there's a very slim chance of 
very, very slim chance of getting addicted to it. Very, very, very slim chance. And this is just on the NHS website. Obviously, the psychosis thing is pretty bad. Um, again, that's on the NHS website. I don't know how much research has been done, but just to confirm... cannabis. Yeah, but with CBD oil, the THC, which causes um, the psychosis, has been removed. So essentially, it's the same as taking the best bits of, you know, a basil plant or a rosemary plant or any kind of herb or plant, which weed is, uh, that people have done for hundreds of thousands of years. Now, go on, you have it, mate. Sorry, we're just eating Haribo. Um, They're made of, like, cow legs, you know that? Yeah, gelatin. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, I'm not. Right. Um, so basically the <laughs> um the worst bit of it has been taken out. So there's no sort of I I can't see that there's that many kind of bad downsides about it. And looking on the NHS website today, they were saying that obviously any kind of like owning weed, buying weed or whatever is illegal and you shouldn't do it. But it also said there haven't there hasn't been enough clinical trials to definitively say whether it is kind of good or bad and I think like I'm fairly certain my dad during the 60s probably smoked it that's a long time ago like people are quite passionate about weed as a plant people have done clinical trials and I think like you have to I think the thing is is that um, it's very much a line drawn in the sand between CBD products and like weed, there is the argument that CBD product is another derivative of like big pharma and government just finding another yeah. way to kind of sell it, kind of thing. Yeah, like a taxed version. But of... like, I mean, as far as like you know, your standard user, yeah, like, you know, you're not going to get a buzz out of CBD, nope. or you're only going to get like the benefits out. Of yeah, it. totally. And there's lots of benefits to cannabis. Yes. Um, so essentially, they've taken out like the nice bit, and they're just giving you all the bits that help you. Mm. So, um, did you obviously? I was having a uh, having a wee. It was coming out of me like a yellow cable. But did you mention? Have you do you use CBD oil? Yeah, I have. Yeah, and I, I do think it. Um, I do think it kind of. So, yeah, I was always wait. I was like, I, I just was pouring it down myself. Just, mm. Thinking, oh, there must be something. I must be able to feel a buzz. But no, you don't feel any buzz. No. Um, but I, so I kind of my point was that I do think it helps with anxiety a bit. Hundred percent. I do kind of think it takes the edge off a bit. Definitely. Um, but yeah, normally you're looking for something to um, for you to feel the impact, like quite. Not necessarily to an extreme, but so you can go, ah, oh, that's definitely doing something. Yeah, yeah. And I think with CBD oil, you're not, it's very rare you're going to go, ah, oh, definitely something's happening. Because you're not going to go, ah, oh, I'm up. Like no. if you're on, you know, you're smoking weed. You're like, but oh, if, it, if what is to, if you're it not, is to be believed, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm not getting cancer. Genuine. I'm not getting like whatever white blood cells things happening to me I'm, my anxiety is lower my heart rate is lower so I'm not dying of a heart attack kind of thing yeah exactly you're not necessarily going to go oh oh, I'm not anxious no because you might still feel anxious you just might not feel as anxious mm. so what I'm kind of saying is that uh, anything you get from it is going to be 
is going to be quite small, but actually, if you then take that on a day-to-day basis yeah. throughout a year, hmm. right, is your staging off of massive fucking anxiety attacks, or your anxiety attacks are like 5% less, hmm. then it's probably worth it. Yeah. But like, even if they're just 5% less every time you have them, hmm. like, why wouldn't you want it to be slightly less bad? Yeah, 100%. Like, if, you, if, you could, if you can get the oil... And uh, it's not all like, you know, some of it's a lot cheaper than that. Yeah, there's loads of different strains and variants and stuff like you know, that. And it's legal, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. Like, it, it, when you take a parasitic you don't just suddenly go, oh, I'm no longer in pain. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have, it's just like, oh, oh yeah, I don't hurt now. Yeah. You know, like, it's, you don't have a dramatic impact. No, it's just that it kind of takes the edge off. I had a spring in my step when I was doing it. I felt different every day. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe you should do some book, do it again. Then. I haven't got any money. Yeah, but um, oh. right, patrons. <laughs> do you want Brad? <laughs> yeah, let's set up a campaign. Patrons, do you want Brad to spend the patron money on CBD oil if it makes him feel better? I'm quite happy if that happens. And if... So, Ellie, uh, Trapman... Why would you do this yourself? You've got to remember their names. Austin. You are terrible. It's literally like someone... Like you've forgotten the name of your kids. Do you know how important these people are to us? You are something else. Um, Yeah, I can't um, spend Patreon money on... On cannabinoid oil, we're saving it up for other things, like the website and everything else. Oh, I'll pay for the website. Just uh, I don't mind. If that made you feel better, mate, I was trying to reassure him that we're not just going to like spend oh. the money on anything. Let's be well, responsible. If it made you feel better. We'll do whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah, to be fair, like I should think that they would want us to feel better. Oh, this place is fucking nothing, man. What? Podcast gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast gold. We haven't had a lot of guests on lately. No, we had yeah, I don't mind Dave, didn't we? Yeah, Dave was the last guest. Yeah, I love Dave. Yeah, we've been talking to quite a few people recently, though. It's only because one dropped out last week. This was going to be just me and you. And then from now until um, what feels like the end of eternity, we've got guests booked up yeah, every like week. Hmm. Yeah, I want to sort out the phone one, though, or uh, like doing it over the computer. We have spoke to a couple of people... In the US of A. Because there's that guy from Oregon, he messaged the other day and put up one of his videos and it's like, he's really quite an inspiring fella. Yeah. Who uh, kind of beat cancer from jumping in rivers, mm. which is not that far away from us meeting. That's very true. So that might be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. saying, can we do it over like Skype or something like that? Mm. Can we do that? Yeah, of course we can. We'll do whatever we fucking want. We're grown-ups. Is it that easy, though? 
for you it will be yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's what I mean that's what I mean yeah no it's fine like, um, if we do I'll ring him on my phone like we did the Ginger Wild Heart um, thing oh, we can just do it over the phone yeah right? and if not it'll cost loads of money we should ask him to ring us alright he'll ring us it's fair enough that he'll pay for it um, cause I'm on page to go now. Now can't we do it over like, uh, uh, like not Facebook, but uh, FaceTime. Yeah. Yes. I record the audio and I'll screen record the yeah, we thing. Can, we can put the computer over there. So that's like having a guest. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. We should do that then. Okay, we'll do that. We could do that with that other podcast as well. Yeah, because I can go in. I'm lining on there. So put them on that, on the computer, and put them there, and we can film. Well, not on the computer, because we record that on the thing. Or maybe on um, on a phone. I think, what, we could zoom in on them? Yeah, it'd just be like that. But on the phone. Oh, we should do it then. All right. What, now? It's, oh, I can't remember do it now. What time is it in Oregano? Oh, uh, I've got home. Probably like midnight or whatever. Yeah. Wake him up. We should do more live things. Yeah, but it's just not just working out how to do it, really. I'm, I can do it. I'm, I'm really smart, so I just... You're not good at working things out. got to admit, I turned that Ginger Wildheart interview around pretty yeah, promptly. Yeah. And when he got to my house, what do you think? You were like, oh, my God, like it's all set up like a proper thing. <laughs> Is it like Buddy's in Buddy's bedroom, like leaning on the bookcase, like, don't move. Yeah. But it worked, though, didn't it? It sounded yeah, really it good. Worked. Good sound really quality. Well. I used that Rode mic. Yeah, I got it with me actually. I feel alright. A bird. So we're um, thirty-two minutes in, and technically, if you subscribe to the podcast, it's probably about half past six in the morning on New Year's Eve. Um, and I've already had three beers. Three beers on a school night. Mm. Should we leave it at that? <laughs> it's up to you. It's only a half hour podcast. I suppose it could be like a New Year's special. Yeah. No, we just put it out as normal. What have you just run out of stuff to say then? Yeah, I think I have. That's fair enough. I feel weary. Weary? Do you want to cuddle? No, I'm alright. I just feel a bit weary. Oh. Well, <laughs> that was the mouth of manliness, a short one. That's what she said. Yeah. I make that apologies. Sometimes it's short. It's fine. Yeah. It's not the size. It's how you listen to it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't just do stuff tonight because you feel like you've got to do stuff. If you want to stay in and watch a bit of telly, just stay in, get yeah, a pizza or whatever. Just stay in. If you want to go Where out, go out. You feel happy? Engage with your core belief. Just switch it up. Go around and see your nan. I bet she's seeing no one. She's in her own, indoors, on her own. Those fireworks going off, bad times. Yeah, bad times. Well, take care, everyone. And each other. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.